Section two of Satan's Diary by Leonid Andreev, translated by Hermann Bernstein. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Carolyn. January eighteenth, on board the Atlantic. This is exactly the tenth day since I have become human and am leading this earthly life. My loneliness is very great i am not in need of friends but i must speak of myself and have no one to speak to thoughts alone are not sufficient and they will not become quite clear precise and exact until i express them in words it is necessary to arrange them in a row like soldiers or telephone poles to lay them out like a railway track to throw across bridges and viaducts to construct barrows and enclosures to indicate stations in certain places and only then will everything become clear this laborious engineering work i think they call logic and consistency and is essential to those who desire to be wise it is not essential to all others they may wander about as they please the work is slow difficult and repulsive for one who is accustomed to i do not know what to call it to embracing all in one breath and expressing all in a single breath it is not in vain that men respect their thinkers so much and it is not in vain that these unfortunate thinkers if they are honest and conscientious in this process of construction as ordinary engineers end in insane asylums i am but a few days on this earth and more than once have the yellow walls of the insane asylum and its luring open door flashed before my eyes yes it is extremely difficult and irritates one's nerves i have just now wasted so much of the ship's fine stationery to express a little ordinary thought on the inadequacy of man's words and logic what will it be necessary to waste to give expression to the great and the unusual i want to warn you my earthly reader at the very outset not to gape in astonishment the extraordinary cannot be expressed in the language of your grumbling if you do not believe me go to the nearest insane asylum and listen to the inmates they have all realized something and wanted to give expression to it and now you can hear the roar and rumble of these wrecked engines their wheels revolving and hissing in the air and you can see with what difficulty they manage to hold intact the rapidly dissolving features of their astonished faces i see you are all ready to ply me with questions now that you learned that i am satan in human form it is so fascinating whence did i come what are the ways of hell is there immortality there and also what is the price of coal at the stock exchange of hell 
unfortunately my dear reader despite my desire to the contrary if i had such a desire i am powerless to satisfy your very proper curiosity i could have composed for your benefit one of those funny little stories about horny and hairy devils which appeal so much to your meagre imagination but you have had enough of them already and i do not want to lie so rudely and ungracefully i will lie to you elsewhere when you least expect it and that will be far more interesting for both of us and the truth how am i to tell it when even my name cannot be expressed in your tongue you have called me satan and i accept the name just as i would have accepted any other be it so i am satan but my real name sounds quite different quite different it has an extraordinary sound and try as i may i cannot force it into your narrow ear without tearing it open together with your brain be it so i am satan and nothing more and you yourself are to blame for this my friend why is there so little understanding in your reason your reason is like a beggar's sack containing only crusts of stale bread while it is necessary to have something more than bread you have but two conceptions of existence life and death how then can i reveal to you the third all your existence is an absurdity only because you do not have this third conception and where can i get it for you to-day i am human even as you in my skull is your brain in my mouth are your cubic words jostling one another about with their sharp corners and i cannot tell you of the extraordinary if i were to tell you that there are no devils i would lie but if i say that such creatures do exist i also deceive you you see how difficult it is how absurd my friend i can also tell you but little that you would understand of how i assumed the human form with which i began my earthly life ten days ago first of all forget about your favourite hairy horny winged devils who breathe fire transform fragments of earthenware into gold and change old men into fascinating youths and having done all this and prattled much nonsense they disappear suddenly through a wall remember when we want to visit your earth we must always become human why this is so you will learn after your death meanwhile remember i am a human being now like yourself there is not the foul smell of a goat about me but the fragrance of perfume and you need not fear to shake my hand lest i may scratch you with my nails i manicure them just as you do but how did it all happen very simply when i first conceived the desire to visit this earth 
i selected as the most satisfactory lodging a thirty-eight-year-old american billionaire mr henry wondergood i killed him at night of course not in the presence of witnesses but you cannot bring me to court despite this confession because the american is alive and we both greet you with one respectful bow i and wondergood he simply rented his empty place to me you understand and not all of it either the devil take him and to my great regret i can return only through the same door which leads you too to liberty through death this is the most important thing you may understand something of what i may have to say later on although to speak to you of such matters in your language is like trying to conceal a mountain in a vest-pocket or to empty niagara with a thimble imagine for example that you my dear king of nature should want to come closer to the ants and that by some miracle you became a real little ant then you may have some conception of that gulf which separates me now from what i was no still more imagine that you were a sound and have to become a mere symbol a musical mark on paper no still worse no comparisons can make clear to you that terrible gulf whose bottom even i do not see as yet or perhaps there is no bottom there at all think of it for two days after leaving new york i suffered from seasickness this sounds queer to you who are accustomed to wallow in your own dirt well i i have also wallowed in it but it was not queer at all i only smiled once in thinking that it was not i but wondergood and said roll on wondergood roll on there is another question to which you probably want an answer why did i come to this earth and accept such an unprofitable exchange to be transformed from satan the mighty immortal chieftain and ruler into you i am tired of seeking words that cannot be found i will answer you in english french italian or german languages we both understand well i have grown lonesome in hell and i have come upon the earth to lie and play you know what ennui is and as for falsehood you know it well too and as for play you can judge it to a certain extent by your own theatres and celebrated actors perhaps you yourself are playing a little role in parliament at home or in your church if you are you may understand something of the satisfaction of play and if in addition you are familiar with the multiplication table then multiply the delight and joy of play into any considerable figure and you will get an idea of my enjoyment of my play no imagine that you are an ocean wave which plays eternally and lives only in play 
take this wave for example which i see outside the porthole now and which wants to lift our atlantic but here i am again seeking words and comparisons i simply want to play at present i am still an unknown actor a modest debutante but i hope to become no less a celebrity than your own garrick or aldrich after i have played what i please i am proud selfish and even if you please vain and boastful you know what vanity is when you crave the praise and plaudits even of a fool then i entertain the brazen idea that i am a genius satan is known for his brazenness and so imagine that i have grown weary of hell where all these hairy and horny rogues play and lie no worse than i do and that i am no longer satisfied with the laurels of hell in which i but perceive no small measure of base flattery and downright stupidity but i have heard of you my earthly friend i have heard that you are wise tolerably honest properly incredulous responsive to the problems of eternal art and that you yourself play and lie so badly that you might appreciate the playing of others not in vain have you so many great actors and so i have come you understand my stage is the earth and the nearest scene for which i am now bound is rome the eternal city as it is called here in your profound conception of eternity and other simple matters i have not yet selected my company would you not like to join it but i believe that fate and chance to whom i am now subservient like all of your earthly things will realize my unselfish motives and will send me worthy partners old europe is so rich in talents i believe that i shall find a keen and appreciative audience in europe too i confess that i first thought of going to the east which some of my compatriots made their scene of activity some time ago with no small measure of success but the east is too credulous and is inclined too much to poison and the ballet its gods are ludicrous the east still reeks too much of hairy animals its lights and shadows are barbarously crude and too bright to make it worth while for a refined artist as i am to go into that crowded foul circus tent ah my friend i am so vain that i even begin this diary not without the secret intention of impressing you with my modesty in the role of seeker of words and comparisons i hope you will not take advantage of my frankness and cease believing me are there any other questions of the play itself i have no clear idea yet it will be composed by the same impresario who will assemble the actors fate 
my modest role as a beginning will be that of a man who so loves his fellow-beings that he is willing to give them everything his soul and his money of course you have not forgotten that i am a billionaire i have three billion dollars sufficient is it not for one spectacular performance one more detail before i conclude this page i have with me sharing my fate a certain erwin toppy my secretary a most worthy person in his black frock-coat and silk top-hat his long nose resembling an unripened pear and his smoothly shaven pastor-like face i would not be surprised to find a prayer-book in his pocket my toppy came upon this earth from there it is from hell and by the same means as mine he too assumed the human form and it seems quite successfully the rogue is entirely immune from seasickness however to be seasick one must have some brains and my toppy is unusually stupid even for this earth besides he is impolite and ventures to offer advice i am rather sorry that out of our entire wealth of material i did not select some one better but i am impressed by his honesty and partial familiarity with the earth it seemed more pleasant to enter upon this little jaunt with an experienced comrade quite a long time ago he once before assumed the human form and was so taken by religious sentiments that think of it he entered a franciscan monastery lived there to a ripe old age and died peacefully under the name of brother vincent his ashes became the object of veneration for believers not a bad career for a fool of a devil no sooner did he enter upon this trip with me than he began to sniff about for incense an incurable habit you will probably like him and now enough get thee hence my friend i wish to be alone your shallow reflection upon this wall wears upon me i wish to be alone or only with this wondergood who has leased his abode to me and seems to have gotten the best of me somehow or other the sea is calm i am no longer nauseated but i am afraid of something i am afraid i fear this darkness which they call night and descends upon the ocean here in the cabin there is still some light but there on deck there is terrible darkness and my eyes are quite helpless these silly reflectors they are worthless they are able to reflect things by day but in the darkness they lose even this miserable power of course i shall get used to the darkness i have already grown used to many things but just now i am ill at ease and it is horrible to think that the mere turn of a key obsesses me with this blind ever-present darkness whence does it come 
and how brave men are with their dim reflectors they see nothing and simply say it is dark here we must make a light then they themselves put it out and go to sleep i regard these braves with a kind of cold wonder and i am seized with admiration or must one possess a great mind to appreciate horror like mine you are not such a coward wondergood you always bore the reputation of being a hardened man and a man of experience there is one moment in the process of my assumption of the human form that i cannot recollect without horror that was when for the first time i heard the beating of my heart this regular loud metronome-like sound which speaks as much of death as of life filled me with the hitherto inexperienced sensation of horror men are always quarrelling about accounts but how can they carry in their breasts this counting-machine registering with the speed of a magician the fleeting seconds of life at first i wanted to shout and to run back below before i could grow accustomed to life but here i looked at toppy this new-born fool was calmly brushing his top-hat with the sleeve of his frock-coat i broke out into laughter and cried toppy the brush we both brushed ourselves while the counting-machine in my breast was computing the seconds and it seemed to me adding on a few for good measure finally hearing its brazen beating i thought i might not have time enough to finish my toilette i have been in a great hurry for some time just what it was i would not be able to complete i did not know but for two days i was in a mad rush to eat and drink and even sleep the counting-machine was beating away while i lay in slumber but i never rush now i know that i will manage to get through and my moments seem inexhaustible but the little machine keeps on beating just the same like a drunken soldier at a drum and how about the very moments it is using up now are they to be counted as equal to the great ones then i say it is all a fraud and protest as an honest citizen of the united states and as a merchant i do not feel well yet i would not repulse even a friend at this moment ah in all the universe i am alone End of section 2